0: This is Eric Corey, and I'd really like to change the subject to something more positive and entertaining, something less serious. Everyone is so serious these days. I feel like the ripple effects of all that was COVID in this country are still moving us, and a certain sense of uncertainty lingers on, We're just not our same old pre-COVID selves. And the speed at which things are moving seems to be ever-increasing. I feel like we're all just following our natural instincts, and we just keep swimming upstream to avoid falling back, that there's, there's no time for fun but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to jerk to the right or to the left with every half-baked conspiracy that comes my way and and pisses me off. And I'm not going to participate in that world of the he said and they said and she lied and you lied and I'm right and you're wrong. It just brings me down. I mean, it brings us all down, right? So I'm not going to do that. I will try instead to put things into perspective in such a way as to make it not feel all so critical. See, I theorize that Terrible things have always happened all around the world every day for thousands of years without notice and probably things like way, way worse than what we think is bad now. And it all happened, all of it, without a single post on the social net. For thousands upon thousands of years, all kinds of depraved and horrific and unjust and unfair things have happened to a civilized people throughout the civilized world. And for the most part, we know very little of all that history and all that history that shaped the world that we see today it was all done by a pool of influencers that it was a, a fraction of a fraction of what we have today. You see, up until about 10, maybe 15 years ago, the number of people actually influencing the masses was, was almost zero compared to what's happening now. Now there are millions upon millions of people and businesses trying to influence me every day. And they do it day and night on a device that, that I willfully consult for an inordinate amount of hours every day. And they all showed up at once. How freaky is that? For millions of years, the people and things that shaped any society were were strictly local. Very little of the outside world knew what was happening in any given town or any given country. And when news finally did make it to the different city or a different society, it was always less than accurate. But now, in a blink of an eye, all that has changed. We are now connected in such a way as to stay connected. And we habitually consume all the news and information out there, as well as updates for family and friends, and we do it constantly constantly. Every single person on the planet now has a means to communicate with every other single person on the planet in real time. And this sudden leap in human connectivity is altering the world in ways that we have yet to comprehend. We have captured the world in our hands, literally in your hand, every one of us. We now, we all have instant access into the minds of the greatest thinkers the world's ever known. We can view every piece of news that happens throughout the world in real time, and we can make a public comment on that information and have our opinions heard. We can document our lives and send pictures around the world in an instant. We've become a planet full of wannabe idols just waiting for a, a shot at going viral. And it all just happened, like just now, historically speaking. We're all now trying to figure out what all this means as it blows past us at light speed. But there is one thing that drives it all, and it's the same thing that has always driven human beings, the quest for a better life. And please never forget the number one principle of the Corey party, it's always about the money. And it's only because of the potential for money to be made that this medium is growing so exponentially on a daily basis to, to really beyond our control. And because it doesn't take any special equipment or knowledge beyond a computer and the electricity to power it, this equality of opportunity exists Without exception. You see, the best part of the Internet is that, unless you tell them, it doesn't know if you're black or white or rich or poor, Muslim or Catholic or racist or a homophobe. The Internet is a truly unbiased, impartial world that knows only one color. And that one color is green, the color of money. If you can create content that, say, uh, 100,000 people consume with each offering, well, then you're a self-sufficient, contributing member to a civil society, making money with your particular skill set, whatever that skill set is. And it has nothing to do with where you come from or how you identify. The internet is a place where the equality of opportunity exists without exception. And it does so precisely because it doesn't consider any of the outside noise of name calling and the subjective terms like white supremacy or structural racism or gender bias or any of that crap. It just doesn't apply. The internet wants to know only one thing. Does it sell? So let's say you're that guy with a 100,000 or so people you can now influence. And that level of influence that you now have is is an astronomically larger number by like a billion pool of people potentially under your influence prior to all this sudden connectivity. And now as a result of all that, every picture, a transcript, or a video with the potential of attracting an audience is out there to be had. Any manner of pleasure or pain is available at the click of a button. Everything. It reminds me of a time when I would go to Las Vegas on a regular basis, a time before I had kids. It was a quick 1-hour flight and a short cab ride to the strip. But I found that for just a few extra bucks, I could get a town car limo service to pick me up in the terminal with my name on a sign. It was a it was a much better way to arrive in Vegas than standing in the taxi line with a bunch of rookies. In most cases I would be alone. And after I exchanged a few pleasantries with the driver, they quickly figured out that I was probably not a cop. And almost on cue, they would give me the same version of the If you ask me, I can get you anything you want in this town. Anything. See, it's kind of like that now for everyone. Almost everywhere can get anything they want at any time without having to involve a chauffeur. Now, I I know that access is limited in different countries, not named the United States. But for the most part, that type of access to an unlimited library of information and unlimited services that are available in an instant is unprecedented in the history of human interactions in a very big way. Now everyone has a say in what's going on. And that say can be translated into American dollars. And if what you have to say is good, that is, if your content is good, you will generate dollars. If your content is crap, well, it will not. And while we are right at the beginning of what this medium will one day be, because of that dynamic, good stuff will get paid and bad stuff will not. The cream will always rise to the top as it always has. The best of the best succeeds and failures will go broke and just go away. And just as necessity is the mother of invention, well, so too is the desire for wealth, the mother of innovation. And now with the access the Internet provides to the masses, an unlimited opportunity for innovation is made available to the common citizen without regard to the circumstances of their birth. See, you no longer need a team of scientists and managers to bring a product to market. You just need a computer. And now that everyone has a computer, we all possess the unlimited access to that unlimited opportunity from the comfort of our couch. The best in all things will always depend on how it can be profitable to someone, be it monetarily or socially or intellectually. The best of the best will always outscore the garbage. And the masses with their phones will see it all happening. As it happens, opinions will be formed and associations will be made. And some of these associations and opinions will pass the test of the online scrutiny and succeed because of their ability to generate an audience, a.k.a. profits. While others that deliver garbage will soon be found out and will inevitably fail that same online scrutiny test, and they get no money. And then there will always be the other opinions and associations with deep pockets that will exist only to keep the commoner just the way they are. But the most likely of outcomes that will result from the masses being able to caucus will be prosperity for all. See, I have little doubt that the masses will, given all that access to all that information, conclude that what's best for my pocketbook is what's best for me and my family. And anything that gets in the way of that conclusion is just bullshit. As such, the conclusions will be self-evident. And once we get past engaging those who distort the facts, we will conclude that the thing that got us here in the first place is also the same thing that will unlock this deadlock and reveal the, the prosperity that sits there, awaiting a revelation that it was never locked up in the first place. This will take many, many years to shake out naturally, but our inevitable revelation that prosperity for all is far superior to the current state of affairs that favors the few, it's just unfortunate that it will not happen swiftly enough, even though the outcome is certain. It occurred to me sometime post-March 2020 that maybe we tap into the potential of artificial intelligence to help us determine the best path forward for everyone during those disastrous years. By using AI, we could have taken the poison of politics out of that decision-making process and gotten an impartial opinion. And with so many lives at stake, how in the hell could we have not? We absolutely have the computer power to run those scenarios of implementing certain rules during that time. Computers that could have assisted in our decision-making with a more scientific approach, right? I mean, I got to believe someone must have been given that duty. And just like this instantaneous worldwide communication thing, this AI thing is also unchartered territory for us all. So don't go listening to the latest self-assigned authority on the subject telling you the future with certainty because nobody knows. But if artificial intelligence is that impartial entity that can only act on the information provided, well, then getting the right information into the right AI computer should be used to, to generate viable policies to bring about the things that we all want. Things like lower prices and higher incomes, for example. Makes sense, right? I mean, let's give AI a chance to tell us how things should be done economically uh, to get us on that right path of lower prices and higher incomes. It's not like we're obligated to follow the instructions. I just think it would be a good idea to get a second, undistorted, unbiased opinion of where we are and where we should be going. Now, I am keenly aware of the long-held first commandment of computer programming of garbage in and garbage out. And I know that every form of AI is susceptible to the pitfalls of that principle. So without having personally screened and personally inputted the data myself, I mean, there was no way to be sure you're getting the straight poop. So we're only left to speculate. Now, my speculation would be to input the historical data for this country only, starting from the beginning, the year 1787, when this Constitution was signed and enacted, truly transparent and brutally honest empirical data entered into the Help Us Out program. Now imagine what we would see. I can't imagine, but no one can. We can just guess. Now, my guess would be the obvious. The impartial AI intelligence would tell us to keep doing the thing that got us here in the first place and to get rid of all the things that aren't working and to do so without bias or regard for public status, rank, income, or background. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I'm dreaming again. But you all know what will be concluded. It should be the duty of an enlightened people to utilize all they have at their disposal to determine what is best for the masses and their futures. And precisely because we have the technology, it's not unreasonable at all to at least run the program and ask the question. But you already know that will never happen because even if the government did agree to an AI audit, you can never trust the outcome because there is way, way, way too much money in play here every 12 months that they're not going to let a machine tell them how to divvy it all up. And that's why it will never happen. It will be a fact that the conclusions and solutions that impartial artificial intelligence will generate with clean input will not serve those people at the top. But the good news is that that's no longer a problem. You see, we have the ultimate weapon to defeat those who would stand in the way of our nation's potential for prosperity. And it's the same thing that brought all this to our attention in the first place. It's the internet and the unlimited capacity we have to connect and to communicate. And eventually, after all this has played out, what will be communicated is that we are going to do what makes us the most money. And that quest for money will, like it always has, drive the decisions and the policies and the future of our country. We've always had the numbers, but now we have the means to effortlessly communicate and organize. Like I said earlier, it will take many, many years for all this to shake out, and we will all have to suffer through more years of indignity after indignity before we cease to being indignant to one another. But it will eventually happen. It's just a matter of time. That data will soon make it to that supercomputer, and the truth will be known, and all the dead weight will be revealed for what they are. And when that dead weight is removed, all prosperity once again will reign supreme. And it's precisely because the money never lies. I know the truth of life will be told, and the masses will realize the power of their numbers and coalesce around a simply stated and AI-verified policies that will bring about a greater prosperity for us all. Now I get all that may sound like some idealistic dream, because it does, but it doesn't make it any less true. So now let me close this Different story podcast with a current event that proves all that I've stated above to be true. And I only need two words to do it. Bud Light. That's all I have to say. With those two words, everyone knows what I'm talking about because it's all over the Internet. Those two words, they can tell the complete story of the power of the Internet and how the coming together of the masses exposed to something they found objectionable on a platform that brings us all into the same room and how they were able to bring a giant of an industry to its knees. Forget about the who, the what, the when. That's not the point here. What needs to be observed here is the power of people getting on the same page and using their money to shape the policy. And how a single message organically moved a significant portion of the population connected through this connectivity of the Internet to come together and act as one. And how that community then changed the course of advertising history. And that was just about some beer versus sexual identity. Imagine getting that same level of involvement and agreement on something much more significant. And there are so many more significant subjects to be tackled using these same tactics. See, the roadmap has been drawn by the most unlikely of sources, but it is a roadmap nonetheless, a roadmap to be followed to the next level of our evolutionary process. Some see the glass half empty and decry the dangers of the internet. I see that same glass overflowing with the potential to empower the masses. And it might take the masses a long time to figure it all out, but they eventually will figure it all out of that. I have no doubt. This is Eric Corey, and thank you for listening. Please remember to follow me out there on all those social media platforms. Anywhere you get your podcasts, you will find a different story with Eric Corey. Please subscribe. Thank you.